0: More lemon pledge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> First words out of your mouth during no. the podcast. No, Can we start over?
0: Mister <laughs> Superman, he is not here.
2: Good
3: morning, misfits. You are tuning into another episode of the Misfit Podcast. We are down a goon
0: because we well. have. Br- <laughs> are we? <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm true we are down a specific goon i think Sheriff's gonna listen to this podcast
3: we have at 100 yeah his ears up against the door, yeah, right, now. Against the now. door right now <laughs> he's, he's in the ceiling he's, he's just gonna fall he's through gonna do the door <laughs> eric andre style he's gonna he come through the his ceiling own mic
0: up <laughs> he's in the air duct we've All added out. two
3: goons the fittest married goons in the land austin spencer and i got used to saying this caroline spencer welcome to the podcast Thanks. Welcome to my humble abode. (laughs) Austin is uh, having a post-workout snack right now, and Ted has instructed him to keep the microphone away. While he finishes his snack, we'll give a little bit of a preview if you would like to follow the programming that these two are following. Um, We got something new this year. We got phase zero starting August 1st. I like that, Carolyn. Just give a nice zero symbol there. That's good. Um... Starting August 1st, we are going to have two weeks of what we internally call athlete IQ baseline testing. Things like one rep max lifts, um, all of the things that we ask you within the bitch work to have, 1K row, 2K 2K row, row. 5K row, 10K row. Hunter really wanted to get in on that. (laughs) He's fired up.
0: But you were like a bunch of things like one rep maxes and all right, we'll talk to you guys later. Trying to include it. Give all. him a minute.
3: Fuck! I felt like I was oh, I was doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, we also have brand spanking new, <laughs> other than one of them, um, twelve misfit athletic s- benchmarks. <laughs> <laughs> you need a job.
0: I got a job for you at Misfit Athletics.
3: So we have the short, medium, and long duration of gas stimulus, muscle overload stimulus cardio stimulus and chippers. Um, The reason why we're doing phase zero is because we ask for so much information from you guys to get the right stimulus or to hit the right percentages throughout the year. And we want to give people, especially anybody that's going to be new to Misfit Athletics in the 2023 season, the opportunity to really be able to tackle everything right off the bat and get used to the way that we do things. Um, We are going to be doing a phase zero podcast next week. Um, so make sure you tune into that to really get the ins and outs of, of what that's all about. And then the real big news is starting the 2023 season. Phase one begins on August, Monday, August 15th. Um, and that's really the, really the true starting point of the off season. Now with that, Austin, Hey, you're going to the CrossFit games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how you feel about that
2: <laughs>
1: uh is this your first podcast kind of i did one like a long time ago in the old studio yeah And i don't remember what it was about but it was the two of us in that one too nice um but yeah no i feel freaking good i'm pumped it took a long time for it to like really settle in yeah i think that was the weirdest thing about not having uh the moment at semifinals is like i got the email and the call and the invite later than everybody else and even after i got all that stuff it's still like am i actually going to this thing and like every day i start training more and more and i'm like oh yeah i'm going it's
0: so, like a vacation you're like not sure that you're like ah oh, it hasn't hit yet i'm not there yet yeah and like, <laughs> as you do more like you're starting to like pack and do all the prep that's required and it's like fuck yeah no yeah. i'm going this but. is kind
2: of like the
4: opposite of a vacation, though. <laughs> it's not very relaxing. True.
1: True. <laughs> Except for, well, it's like, it's it's less stressful training. Because, like, the whole time you're training for semifinals, you're just like, you don't really know what's going to happen. Um, like, whether you're going to qualify or not, or if it's, if it's going to be, like, all worth it in the end. But now that you're just going to the games, training feels like fun and motivation's not an issue and... I don't know. It's different. It's a fun vibe, even when I have to do stuff by myself at 530 in the morning. I mean, you could probably talk to this, too, but
0: I I imagine the difference between first CrossFit games versus second, like you obviously having now you're now you're training for your second one. (laughs) How's that different? How does that feel different? Or maybe even like the the clinching of that, you know, that at semifinals, like, you know, knowing that you qualified handedly. You know for your second for your second one is that a, a different feeling the second go around
4: um yeah training definitely feels a lot different now um I think last year was a kind of even though I did qualify I still like in my mind was like oh god what's gonna happen there mm-hmm. like how's it gonna feel how am I gonna be compared to like everybody else on the field um <clears throat> and like because looking back like when I thought I was gonna qualify in 27 2018 the wall ball situation when I got was that
3: 2018. Yes. The open, the uh, open. situation. The open? Oh. No, that was 2019.
4: 2019. I think when I thought I was going to qualify that year, like looking back, I was like, if I had gone to the games that year, I would have, I probably would have been like just squashed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so this year training, I feel like really excited and I feel much more confident in like the game style workouts. Um, and plus like now that he's training with us, it's just, like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So it's less stressful. There's less like anxiety going into it. Um, I'm super excited. I think I'm going to do pretty well compared to last
3: year. What was it like for you going through? Like, obviously you <clears throat> had the moment at semifinals where you knew that he wasn't going to the CrossFit games. And then you began training and then all of a sudden that reality was completely flipped upside down.
4: When we found out that he was going. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. It So it sucked so bad at Atlas games because I like it, I think it hit me as hard as it did because I know the feeling of like qualifying for your first time and like, Like, you just get flooded with emotions of, like, everything was worth it. Like, this is the the coolest thing in the world. And the fact that he didn't get to experience that was just, like, heartbreaking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, like, looking at him, like, he handled it a lot better than I did. But I was just a mess.
3: He handled it better than all of us.
4: Yeah. And so, like, that almost made me (laughs) feel... Why are you all crying? (laughs) That almost made me feel even a little bit worse because I'm like... (laughs) He's just like <laughs> such a great person. He was like happy for Joyelle going for his first time. Oh, yeah. And uh, and so I was just like, I couldn't really handle my emotions in, in that moment. You can probably tell in the photos. I'm like, like, super. There's uh, blood. No, sorry. Like, <laughs> you can just tell that i was crying. <laughs> blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
3: wasn't her. It was so bad that <laughs> blood was pouring out of my eyes.
4: I <laughs> was just a mess. Um and then I mean you the f- same feeling that you had like when we were in the office and you you showed me I was like what? Like my heart went through the fucking roof like it was just I just can't even describe it like the coolest feeling in the world but then also like being super excited then I was like so angry because hmm. he could have had that experience and he could have had that moment and could have felt what I felt last year. And, but he makes it easier. Cause he's like, Oh, well I'm going. So it doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I didn't bring this up before because it felt like the kind of thing where it didn't make sense, but on Thursday before semifinals, I had a dream, like the most vivid dream of him being in fifth or sixth, going into the rope climb workout and then going to the CrossFit games. And like, I'm not really the kind of person that remembers their dreams. So for me, it just really like stuck in the back of my head. And like, I don't think it was like a premonition, but it just, this was the first year where we went and I was just like, I just kind of knew you were both going to qualify. I could tell. And that's the way that I felt about you going into Granite Games last year. And then when it didn't happen, it was like, I don't know. The feeling was like really like childhood level. Like I was at a birthday party and I like didn't get the toy that I wanted. I couldn't like let go of the fact that it didn't happen. And I just had this feeling in the back of my head and eventually you know, a few days go by after and you just kind of forget about it. You gotta, you gotta move on. You gotta get into, you know, getting you ready for the CrossFit games. And then I got that message from Greg that was like, is Austin backfilling question mark. Oh, Greg messaged You Greg messaged me. Um. And I was just like, you know, like buzzing, (laughs) like, wait, hold on. What's going on. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he was like, go to Joyelle's Instagram. So that it was fucking full speed run next door. And I'm like, Caroline, you got to call Austin right now. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. And everyone's like huddled up. And it was funny because I remember when she was like, you need to open. <laughs> type, you need to open. You need what? to open Instagram it's and like, put it on God speakerphone.
0: It, and I heard you say, why? I don't like this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't I it either. Was trap.
0: <laughs> it was. It was the most terrifying phone call ever. It was like your mom texts you and it's just like, call me. She's like. <laughs> fuck <laughs> That's what Caroline was doing to Austin, Austin on Michael phone. Spencer Austin open Instagram it's like a 5 minute process well
4: Dude. listen if i said go to i don't know that if you would, i don't know if you would have like assumed it anyways but like if i just said like go to L. she made Instagram, it more suspenseful. you were too yeah. fun yeah, you like, were like t- was- you were
0: like like i'm going to have a little game out of this waiting for
1: it i
4: mean and he did see the instagram post before we called him yeah he a just couple things right happened before it. you guys even called me <laughs> that
1: like <laughs> literally literally, <laughs> I literally i didn't even i
4: had
1: i had a few chances to figure it out myself before you called me someone messaged me on uh instagram uh like my friend tyler and he's like he's like so you in bro like did you qualify and i was like and this was obviously a couple of weeks after my right. like semifinals and the last chance qualifier. I was asshole. like, where have you been? Like, no, <laughs> I just called 14th in the last chance qualifier. I'm not going. Uh, <laughs> but like, I didn't actually respond yet. I just saw that and like imagined me responding and then like moved on. But I figured I'd do it later. And then I saw Joyal's posts. I think he made two. One of them was like a French version and one yeah. of them was English. But the picture was just like French and English. So I was like. Not reading that moved on <laughs> and then i got the call this and had to figure it pictures. all out <laughs> yes yeah, if made fun of me he's like me no read it's <laughs> well, yeah, <that's> pretty accurate <laughs> um so there's uh
3: there's some there's some really good lessons built into all of this we got an explanation from him and that I've been told about some of the podcasts or interviews that he has done since. And it was very much, I've been doing this for a long time. I wasn't improving at the rate that I wanted to. And that's why I did what I did. And for the universe to balance itself in the most perfect way for someone who has <laughs> been trying for so long and not taking shortcuts, it was like the most perfect thing. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest lessons that can be taken from this, and we can dig into the details more, but like people can look at your story and be like, if I really want this, it could be possible. Like you did the right things the whole time. You had to figure out a lot of stuff with balancing work and balancing life and all of that. And, I don't know if it had backfilled a rookie or a veteran, you know what I mean? That sort of thing. Someone who had been a bunch of times, I don't know. It wouldn't have felt the same. Just the idea that he was this in not like, I don't know, a similar situation just in terms of maybe the length of how long he had been doing it. I think you, you know, finished significantly higher than him most of the time um, in previous years. But for that to balance out that way, like, Did you think about that at all?
1: Um, no, not until like other people had, had brought it up. Like I started to hear things like, like you, like you did it the right way or whatever, just like stuff like that. And I was like, Oh, like, I guess I just like worked hard for a long time and it just like never crossed my mind to try anything like that. Like to try PDs or whatever. Um, so like, yeah, not until people had started like comparing us in that way had I like started to think about it and
3: give people some background though. How long have you been at this?
1: So I started CrossFit my sophomore year of college, which was 2012. It was like the end of 2012. I think I did beginners class at this gym, uh, in December Yep. and then went back to school and like kept Who training. was your beginners coach? Uh, Jack, me? it was Jack. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> wow yeah. that's a throwback yeah it was me and and tucker we did uh we did like a pull-up man, burpee air squat yeah, yeah. <laughs> tucker's the one who showed me CrossFit. it he's like look at these guys like froning and dan bailey working out and yeah. drooling and stuff and i was like oh my god i <laughs> cool. want to i want to do that <laughs> oh, man i want to work out and drool <laughs> yeah. how, many,
4: how many times did you guys do grace
1: oh i did grace like once or twice a week for like eight <laughs> months <laughs> <laughs> it was the only workout I knew. I like <laughs> I, I like left our beginners class, had to go back to school and like we didn't have a crossfit gym yet at school, so like we just went to our gym and just did like we couldn't go like touch and go couldn't drop weights. So it was like one clean and jerk, put it down, rest like 30 seconds to a minute, do another. It was like, took me like eight to nine minutes every time we did it. That's the kind of, and then I started to figure out like how to like, (laughs) it was more like a glorified weightlifting. session. (laughs) (laughs)
3: When CrossFit like started to take off and we started doing like benchmarks like that, like a lot of us had no business doing them. You couldn't buy Olympic weightlifting shoes like anywhere. But you could buy these powerlifting like boots that had a heel on them, but were like legit like leather, like patent leather, like almost like a kind of like a converse, like height, basically. And I did my first Uh, 135 grace in these Inzer powerlifting (laughs) boots, and I split jerked every rep. Nice, yeah, and I was wow. like legendary for getting this workout done in like five minutes
0: <laughs> with a split jerk too. <laughs> with a split
3: jerk, every rep, like every time I'd hit one, it'd be, everyone in the gym would be like, "Oh, nice, wow.
0: yes." They Good. had a heel on, wow. on them, yeah, Jesus. but they did look like that. They had this when you mm, got Grace at six thirty and bowling on lane nine at <laughs> eight thirty. Dude,
1: I didn't know there was a TV right here. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we
0: just put it up.
2: Wow. Yes. Okay. Still have to the right. Those boots
3: to the right. Either those ones or the ones, those the top highs? left. Yeah, those were it. Holy I did, Stop I did grace it. in those and split jerks.
0: Hundred twenty-five bones. Yeah, I feel so, like
1: the the strap around the ankle and the heel are like counterintuitive. <laughs> <laughs> yep. like you need ankle mobility, but we're gonna hold your ankle down. <laughs> All right, some, back to your story, Austin. Someone with blue hair walking around. I don't Portland. know where I was right now. Oh, for sure.
3: When did you start, like, doing the open? Oh, and
1: yeah. So. Yeah. So went back to school, eventually found a gym like near our school that we could go to. And I started like cleaning their gym so I could go for free and then eventually started like coaching a little bit there. Um, But literally when I started CrossFit, I was like, I want to go to the CrossFit games. Like that was why I started in the first place. So like I had the open on my radar, like I I figured it all out pretty quick, like what I needed to do to start progressing through the sport. And then when I came back... In 2013, for summer, like you were training, Sherb, Gabe, Cody, Joe, like all those guys were around training. Like you were around sometimes. Like you were starting to get into it too, right? In 2013.
4: No, I started in 2014.
1: 2014.
4: So uh, end of 2013, 14 was my first open.
1: Yeah, mine too. So 2014 was my first open. For some reason, I didn't do 2013. Oh, because it happened in January, right? Mm. So I had started. Kind of I was doing beginners, like during that whole time. so I was training for like the following year, so I came back for summer and we just started doing like the blog. and it was like pretty raw, like the website just nothing right special. Kind of first yeah, it was kind of new, ish, yeah. and we were just like yeah. doing every single piece every single day, just like crushing ourselves, and I was like working part-time jobs and all that kind of stuff, and just kept training. And then, I think two years went by, 2016, I qualified for my first regionals kept going since then so and
3: 2017 was the year that you came in sixth
1: yeah yeah second year regionals i came in sixth place which was like a big surprise i wasn't expecting to be like that high just yet um but in a, a close sixth place very, yeah it for was like less than a second for the people who don't Point, know for the people who don't know 0.54 seconds <laughs> 0.54 seconds is the difference yeah yep who's counting
0: no one not many <laughs> no one anymore <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it was uh, yeah. So it's been it's been a, a a long journey, but it's been like super fun, um, and rewarding to like just keep grinding away. And there were years, there were like ups and downs. Like there were, there were seasons where I thought it'd be my last one trying because I felt like like there's always like this thing in my in the back of my head, like I have to work more, I have to make more money, got to pay my bills and like student loans and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, how long can I like balance this out? And so that was always a battle. And obviously, I'm not making any money, like. I'm not good enough at CrossFit to like make money doing that. So yeah,
3: you're I, not good enough yeah. at Instagram. You're pretty good at CrossFit.
2: <laughs>
1: but yeah. I'm t- terrible at Instagram, but <laughs> I also don't try that hard to be good at Instagram. So this is true. There's that, yeah. but, um, there, there are better things to try hard
0: at. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, to, yeah. Oh, sorry. Were you going to, I, yeah. I want to follow up kind of question on, uh, talking about like how y- you were just talking about balancing, like, you know, how do I make money? How do I still compete and whatnot? And you've kind of been fighting that for a long time. Not as much like there's obviously the financial element, but it's become more of like tra- a training optimization thing because yeah. you've done the You've 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 kind of spread the or gone the the spread of high volume, low volume, like high volume, and I'm in the gym all day. My job is at the gym. I'm, yeah, I can be at the gym versus maybe more of what you do now. Can you talk a little bit about kind of that evolution of going from kind of trying to figure it out? Like what do do I need to do to make the jump to the next level?
1: Um, Yeah, there's a lot of trial and error. And then obviously with like jobs changing and just like me growing up and maturing more, it just like took a really long time to figure out. Um, And for a lot of it, I didn't necessarily have you or anyone like trying to help me optimize that either. So it was like me just trying to like figure it out on my own like outside of like having you guys like coaching me and stuff. Um, so like as my jobs change, like it would go like started out like grocery store, like coffee shop, like stuff like that, which was easy to balance. Kind of like you just worked like, you know, four to eight hour shifts or whatever, and just trained before and after it wasn't that bad. But when it started getting towards like, all right, I want to be like a full-time athlete, but I still need to make money. We tried the gym thing where I was like, kind of like manager behind the scenes of the gym coaching a lot had remote clients, stuff like that, and so I was at the gym twenty four seven, and I thought that'd be perfect. Like, just like we had the SDA, so I was working there. I was like, I had like five different jobs. Austin is not a house cat. Yeah, I was always at the gym, an indoor cat. Um, and it got me in trouble. So I was like, basically, I if I was at the gym, I wanted to train or I was thinking about training. Whether didn't matter which job I was doing. So I was like spreading myself really thin. I wasn't doing a good job in like any of the different things I was trying to do. Um, training was probably taking a hit even though I didn't really know it. Um, and then it kind of like took a conversation with you and and a little bit with like Jen helped a lot too, just like helping me like figure out like maybe this isn't for you. Maybe you need to like, you know, take like quit one job and, and focus more on something else and stuff like that. So took a lot of like trial and error there and then we realized, um, that that just like it wasn't working basically and i had to figure out what i was going to do next um luckily max max bragg uh is he's owns his own business at this point and so i had done tree work for about a year or two with another guy and um and him and when he started his own own business i decided to go work for him full-time which was definitely a big shift because he i mean tree work is like manual labor right so I'm not at the gym. I'm now doing manual labor for eight hours a day. Um, and that, you know, obviously comes with its own challenges. So then you and I started talking a whole lot more trying to figure out how I could possibly like keep training and competing and doing this job. Um, and that's when it like, like, I wasn't sure I could do it at first. I thought I'd have to like quit. I think after like the 20, the 2020 season, i like almost like i was like burnt out i was like done and then two
0: the two opens in one year yeah that year as well
1: yeah and like we had gone to like brazil we had done like the mayhem classic we did the french throwdown as a team like all of this stuff and like nothing was panning out i was tired and i was just like over it um but like at the same time i just like i can't quit so i was like i gotta keep trying so i like it took a while. And then 2021, like we really started to like figure things out. Like I needed lower volume if I'm going to be working this much. And I need to like have somebody help me with like my food. And like I had to, like up my calories by like 1500 to 2000 calories, um, something like that. And it was just like things started like falling into place. And then Granite Games 2021 like went pretty well. And I just felt like I was, I, I was burnt out a little bit after Granite Games, but not so bad that I thought I was going to quit. I just needed a break. Um, and so that break lasted a little bit longer than I think it should have. But then 2022 came around and I like slowly got back into shape, started feeling really good. And it's obviously like the best season I've ever had. So,
3: Yeah, I think it's interesting having you guys on together because you can both give some insight into People want to know now, is it possible to be a CrossFit Games athlete if you have other obligations, essentially? And for a lot of people, the answer is no. And like for you, you have a lot of stuff. You coach, you remote coach, you know, you do a bunch of work for Misfit Athletics with the, you know, the website programming, things of that nature. Um, So that sort of, I think, lines up a bit more with the narrative that some of the other athletes have. And then we go added layer. CrossFit Games athlete now, Austin, does manual labor. He doesn't just have a job. He doesn't just, doesn't just have something outside of that, but he has something that's taking you know physical resources away from him. So when you guys hear that conversation and know what you do, what does it mean to you? People talk about, can you go? Can you go to the CrossFit Games if you have a job, basically?
4: I mean, yeah, I've seen it. Having it so close to home, like me like we him and I are very different athletes so I think it kind of depends on who you're talking about um but like with me like I could very easily get overwhelmed with just what I have going on but like you know we've we've had conversations of how to kind of navigate that situation Mm. where it's like okay how do I manage things that stress me out that shouldn't stress me out um and as far as like My schedule versus his schedule, it's taken a lot of time to kind of figure out what I can do physically in the gym to kind of optimize my abilities, what he can do in the gym to optimize his. And I think if you have a very clear path and a clear goal and you know like, okay, this is what I'm going to do, I need to commit to it. You also need to commit to figuring out how to, to make it happen. And for like, I couldn't have done it on my own. Like I needed like you and like you guys to to help me out with that. And um, so yeah, I think, yeah, I th- the answer is yes. I think you can go to the CrossFit Games if you have a life outside of fitness. And it just kind of takes time and it takes trial and error and it takes you committing and being okay with days that aren't good and days that are really good. Mm. And that's one thing that we've both struggled with um I mean being a competitive athlete like you have a bad day and it's like I fucking suck this is the worst why do I feel like this and then the next day it's like you go and PR something like so having the right connections and conversations and and planning and making sure like okay this like my goals align with what I'm actually doing uh I think it's yeah absolutely possible for think, for somebody to do it I
0: think that's the that's the nugget that people need to take it's not can i be a can i have a, a part time job that's not crossfit related and still go to the crossfit games it's can i can i figure out what i personally need to do and then arrange my life in such a way that is conducive to reaching that goal because like you said you've got two two different people here low volume higher volume D- works outside the gym works more certainly more inside the gym uh like i I think and we keep going back and forth but it's more about identifying like that that's a single variable in a multi-variable system that is contributing to to your guys success so like yeah people want that answer to the question but it's like it's not a very good question like what what things need to be put together in order for somebody to not you know, necessarily need to be a full, full, full-time athlete in order to qualify for the CrossFit Games. And then obviously like goals and stuff like that come into play as well. Right. I and think
4: it it does get a little complicated too with somebody who is not necessarily like either in a relationship or in a relationship with somebody who does the same thing as you. Like, I don't know how, how things would have turned out for me if I had like pressure from, people on the outside, like, Hey, we don't see you anymore. Like you don't come out and do this with us, this, that, and the other thing. And like, if you can't handle that pressure, if you don't have the ability to say like, no, then a lot of people, that's what adds stress. And that's what breaks their, their routine and their cycle. And then it's just like this vicious cycle of, okay, getting back into it. And then you have that pressure coming in and then you break. And then it's like, I don't know if I can do this. So being Married to somebody else who is a CrossFit Games athlete um, certainly makes it easier on us because our goals align, and there's, and I mean most of all of our friends understand what we do. Um, but it is very much a full time job from the time you wake up until the time you go to bed, and we miss out on a lot of things. But
0: sure, we're, it also we're depends okay. on what you define as full time job, right? Like, yeah, just because you're not training or recovering. you know, 24 hours a day doesn't mean it's not what you center the rest of your life around effectively. Right. So
3: I think you add sort of two layers to this conversation. One, we've already identified that maybe it's not best for you to be in the gym all the time, kind of seven days a week. And then the other side of that coin is it, it might not be ideal that some weeks you're between 40 and 60 hours of manual labor. How are you balancing that?
1: Um, it's, it's been a lot of like, just listening to like my body and, and trying to figure out when to like push training versus when I need to back off and like focus more on like work and stuff like that. So, and that's part of the the thing that's taken so long to figure out like yesterday, for example, I ran
3: (laughs) very good example. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So yesterday was, I mean, Obviously, like I'm in the middle of games prep and my focus pretty much is on training and Max understands that. Obviously, he's a CrossFitter himself, so he's been super helpful in like allowing me to take a couple more days off a week and train. Um, So, you know, yesterday morning, 5.30 a.m., I went for a 90-minute run or 81-minute run um don't get hunter talking, upset
0: don't you dare go 90
1: i didn't it was 81 i wasn't about to go any further than that trust all right, me we're good um I so i did that um and then went straight to work and it just happened to be like the hardest day of work we've had all year it was a big crane job so we we're taking down like huge crane job huge hey, crane job the crane guy. was gigantic <laughs> you um Yeah. So anyway, crane jobs typically mean like we have a lot of a lot of big trees coming down um, and it's kind of like interval work. Like you're at first like waiting for like Max who's usually in the tree for to like cut the tree so the crane can pick it and bring it to us. And then we process the tree. So like cutting it up, chipping it, whatever it is. So it's like rest, work, rest, work, rest, work like all day long. And yesterday was like 95 degrees or something. And I was sunburned and just like insane and we worked from 7 30 in the morning until I think I got back to the shop at 5 30 so 10 hour work day just insane and I texted Drew and I was like I don't think I can train today and normally like sometimes like I would be okay with not going to the gym like skipping a day because work is hard but being in the middle of games prep I was like really battling that and like wasn't sure if it'd be like, am I going to hurt myself trying to go train right now? I feel like I'm about to have like a heat stroke. So luckily Drew was like on the same page as me. And I just did like a cold plunge and called it a day. But yeah, so it's it like there probably have some days in the past where I would have pushed it and tried to train. And that's part of like the learning curve is like, I know that would have and been, you would have
3: ruined today.
1: Well, yeah. So <laughs> even if like training had gone okay, like I got through it. I would have gotten home at like 8 p.m. or something, had to go right to bed without, or like force feed myself basically, go to bed, not cool down or wind down or anything. And then today's my day off of work so I can train all day and it probably would have been terrible. So, all right, Misfits, just a quick break to shout out our show
3: sponsors and save you some dough on our favorite products. The Suffer Summer Collection is here Wednesday, July 27th. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, I got this uh, fancy dancy schmancy tie dye custom tie dye suffer shirt. We've been asked to do a tie dye suffer for a long time. Here it is. Another thing that you have requested is the suffer running shorts to be available in both a five and seven inch inseam. Um, You have it now five and seven inch inseam. And these are black. That's another thing. Solid dark color was one of the requests. So we did that for you. The return of the running pants is here. Um, We got some great uh they they're based they're based on the old yoggers but they've got some great updates to them so they'll be they'll be called running pants they got that suffer patch right on them um and last but not least another endure hoodie nice lightweight good running hoodie good uh in Maine we call it like a fireside hoodie type of hoodie you throw on if you're going to the beach at night or sitting around a fire trying to escape the bugs get a little warm once it gets cold at night and we got some tie dye socks you can get all of that at sharpentheaxco.com. Wednesday, July 27th. Use the codes Austin or Carol to help their CrossFit Games journey.
0: We are also brought to you by Proper Fuel. You can head to properfuel.co. Use the code word Misfit to save on your order. Uh, Both pre and post workout with the hot months kind of here, especially in Maine. We're going through kind of a heat phase or a a heat wave right now. Electrolytes in both the pre and post workout, super important for athletes to kind of Boost their recovery, boost their performance. When we're talking about pre-workout and uh, trying not to sweat out all the sodium and the the salt and the sugar that we need to perform well, uh, but also getting that back in your system post-workout with your protein, your creatine, your carbs, all that stuff. Um, and if you're going to be traveling to the CrossFit Games like us, why not have a shitload of the proper fuel travel to-go containers? We're going to be slamming those all week in Madison. Properfuel.co. Use the code word MISFIT to save. We
3: are also brought to you by ourselves. If you are looking to
0: join Austin and Caroline
3: in their 2023 season prep training, we have a really important two-week stretch beginning August 1st that we're calling phase zero. We are setting all of our baseline numbers for the year so that when we give you pacing instructions, percentage lifts, and when you are looking at which pieces to attack, which stimulus, you're going to have data for all of that. We're going to get that done in the week of August 1st and August 8th. And then the big show, phase one, August 15th, it starts Um You know, we we don't like to brag. Maybe we do. Every single Misfit Athletics remote athlete was top 10 at semifinals. We do not fuck around. We have an entire season plan that has been refined based on all of the data that we got in 2022. Um, it is definitely the best program that we have ever written, and we're really excited for you guys to give it a shot. MisfitAthletics.com or the Sugarwad Marketplace. If you are an affiliate owner or you're an affiliate athlete that wants to bug your affiliate owner, you can get in on mm-hmm. phase one as well. TeamMisfit.com or the Sugar Wad Marketplace. All right, back to the show. And my coach's brain right now goes to a lot of people listening to this are start like starting to get well people in the south have been dealing with this for a while but people, you know, in the in the northeast, northern part of the United States, different parts of the world are starting to go through those days where the heat is really starting to to be an issue and the cascading effects of Austin making the right choices and us working that out are so huge because if you don't get your core temperature down to a place where your body can start to recover, you're talking about training while your body is basically not okay to accept that. That's driving your core temperature up further. Resting heart rate is already elevated. Almost, almost zero chance that he's got enough sodium and carbs and water in himself to get through that. He gets home He's not going to get enough calories in, but he's going to get so many calories in that it's going <laughs> to fuck up his sleep <laughs> and he's going to, you know, sort of wake up a bunch during the night and the next day he's going to go in. And when I look at it, it's like, okay, he, he was on, on a lower volume day anyways, and like we can fit those pieces in later on in the week or one or two of them if their wheelhouse can disappear. So it's not, it's not the end of the world. And for athletes, I do understand the mindset of like when it gets really hard, proving to yourself that you can do it. But if you sort of draw that map out and see that you're just going to obliterate yourself and not be able to recover at all, whereas you could sort of push stuff off. Um, I think that's important for people to realize at this point in the year, depending on the type of climate that you live in, like, but, a a lot of, uh, A lot of bathers out front in the front yard of Misfit Gym Portland today. You know, you you put yourself through that kind of workout, and you can't drop your heart rate within you know during your rest period on an interval that kind of thing. That your heart rate is going to stay up there, and your body's going to be confused about what you're up to and whether you can recover if you don't go get your core temperature down. So, um, you start to go through a little bit of that as a coach, just trying to stay healthy and you can really understand where the athletes at. And just like, you know, we worked out for 30 minutes trying to extrapolate that in my brain to 10 hours in a in jeans and boots. Yeah. It's like, yo. Um, so yeah, just something for, for athletes listening to this, to think about coaches, to think about, um, if you are spending your entire day with your heart rate jacked up and your core temperature up, it's going to be really hard to get, hardly any benefit out of your training.
1: Yeah, Um, I think it's important too, to remember, like it's, it's become more about the long game than anything. Like Mm. obviously like I've been doing this for about 10 years and like missing one day of training because, or even part of a day of training. I mean, I ran in the morning still and I worked, but like missing that day so that you can have more good days moving forward is going to be way more beneficial in the long run than forcing yourself to go into the gym because you're like, I have to qualify tomorrow or whatever like wherever it is in the timeline like like think about like like you're in this for the long haul if you're trying to like qualify for the crossfit games like within your first year of of training for it like you're in for a big surprise because that's not going to happen and i mean i love it when people are like that guy came out of nowhere like he just qualified for the crossfit games like his like you know first years like just because you haven't heard about him doesn't mean that he hasn't been grinding away at this for a long time so
3: Yeah, you don't hear a name, and then you go to games.crossfit.com, and you're like, oh, this person came in 16th of the 2015 regionals. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) like,
1: okay, I've
3: been doing this for a long time. Yeah, they've
1: they've been around, trust me.
4: I feel like it took, like, 10 years to get to that point, too, though. Like, being able to accept the fact that, like, okay, I may not be having the best day, or I may not be able to get everything in today and, like, know that that's not going to ruin your season – it sounds crazy probably to a lot of other people, but like I'm sure a lot of athletes can relate. And now like being able to get to a point where it's like, okay, it's fine. Like it's not the end of the world. If this training piece didn't go well, or if I miss half of the day because of, you know, X, Y, and Z and just being able to kind of like sweep it under the rug and move on has been so huge. I think for both of us, um, as far as like training goes, because like before it would be like,
0: it would, like, ruin Do you th- a week. I think that's, <laughs> that's probably one of the biggest. And for people who, like, would either message me specifically, like, you know, after semifinals or whatever, it's just like, like, all oh, it was really fun to watch both of them. And Caroline having qua- had, having had qualified, it was just like watching the confidence in Caroline compared to even just last year where it was just, like, a little bit more, like, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it going to a, a place where it's just like, I don't know. Like, like where, which, which podium spot do I, am I going to take this year? Um, but it's like the comp, conf- the, the combination of the confidence. And I think that stems mostly from like, even over the last like five years, just the maturity level in both of you really, that has like gone from, you know, you maybe three years ago, bad training day. It's like, buck that's a let's well, stay well i'm gonna 10 foot bubble yeah, around no, carol maybe for maybe carol for the today. next 12 hours or so <laughs> and you've never really been like you you have your d- days but it's not it was it's not quite the same thing but now it's like
4: boot things around
0: now it's like like you said it's like you have a bad training day and you had one austin the other day. saves it though Austin uh, saves it up for, for one good <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know when I get I the
3: back call. Milk Caroline, milk. it's like twice a year. Caroline's like, um we you need to talk to Austin. Austin. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's like a Sunday night like squat clean <laughs> session, his hips bothering him. <laughs> austin just
4: kicked the bench and broke his cell phone i'm gonna need you to send him an email
0: <laughs> send austin an email <laughs> send him a postcard with instructions
1: i just bottle it all up for about six months and then all hell breaks loose but do you think do you think that that's like uh a,
0: a, like a a thing that you've cognizantly paid attention to or is it more just like Well, especially now having qualified one year, qualified a second year, there's an element of like, okay, I can, I don't want to say relax a little bit, but the mentality is a lot different, right? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. It's different. Like I think after like kind of looking back at how things went leading up to last year before the Granite Games and then having like such successful semifinal for me, being able to look back and be like, okay, I didn't. Like I did have days where I had to skip pieces. I didn't beat myself into the ground and I still did this. Well, I was like, okay, it's I'm fine. Like there will be days and I won't ruin the rest of my training. And I think just like having that like confidence in, in my training on everything else, the 7,000 other pieces that I do right. during a year. Um, I kind of, it was like kind of a moment where I was like, okay, I I kind of proved to myself that, it's okay to, to, you know, take a day off if I need it or like listen to my body. And, um, I think that was, that was big for me because now I'm like, I can look back and think, okay, um, if I skip this piece, karma is not going to come to me, come for me and like not let me qualify
0: for the games right. or
4: something crazy like that.
0: Yeah. Ter- you know, turns still... out, it turns out the energy you expended being irritated and yeah. all cortisol ridden because of a bad training piece was was actually way worse yeah than just and i mean like, that still oh, wow. that
4: thought does still come into my mind where like i'm like okay i really need to like get out of here or like i'm just exhausted how am i going to do this piece and every once in a while i do think like what if this is the piece that i skip <laughs> and i don't qualify <laughs> it's
1: the magical yeah. piece yeah. it's like floating you know <laughs> you should have done that the golden spread. aura around
4: yeah. it and sometimes I do the piece and it goes really well. Sometimes I do the piece and I'm like, should have not done that.
0: Shouldn't have done that. But I'll
4: still qualify for the games because <laughs> I didn't. <it. laughs>
3: That's why, though, that support system is really important for him to feel that way. But then also send that text yesterday is like, am I overthinking this? Should I just go train? like, Or is another person going to verify that like I have pushed this too far? Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people get into those moments where it is more mental than physical. And it's like, sometimes you really do just need to grind and get it done. Um, and then other times, like yesterday is the perfect example. Like this is too much. Yeah. Like this, you're not going to help yourself in this moment at all. And you already know you've had those days where you've come in and I'm like, why is Austin's skin purple? Like, and he's over there deadlifting and it's like 135 looks heavy. And I'm like, all right, he's yeah. going to go for
1: it. Well, the hard part of my mind too, is like, you know what I do, but like, you don't see every day. Like some days are actually pretty easy at work. Like it's not that bad. I just get a lot of steps in or something like that, but it's not like super heavy stuff and like dragging a mile, like with brush and stuff like that. But like yesterday, like I didn't know how you were going to react to that text. Like I felt like I was going to just pass out if I tried to work out or something, but like who knows what your reaction could have been. You know, right. and it ended up being the like the right one and in, in, in my mind, but like, I, I think know, it is
3: important because athletes can no offense you're all nuts um can get into like a crazy kind of wacky yeah. headspace because there are so many pieces to the puzzle um and when it's like I need you to get out of your head and go be an athlete sometimes that is the thing but then there are you know the other cases where like no this is like very physical and like stop it like not a good idea
0: yeah even if it's not like a intense day i guess you're still in the elements like there's still a lot to be said about just fucking standing on your feet for 10 12 other athletes when they're not
3: working out are in an anabolic state you are just not when you're there working even if it is a easy day right quote unquote yeah
4: yeah i mean i think a good example is like your day yesterday and then my very last day of hell week like i knew there was going to be a lot of volume. I had a lot going on just like with personal You text stuff. me, you were like, I
3: got to start at like 4 PM. I'm like, yeah, let's go. And,
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, and then like, I think just
3: doing flutter kicks in the ocean at midnight, basically it's yeah, the equivalent. A, <laughs> as, as an
2: athlete, like I was
1: like, this
4: is, this is the last hard day. And you texted me that morning and said like final day, whatever. And like that was really all I needed to get going and and do some things in the morning. And then when we had a conversation after I said like, yeah, it's not ideal, but yeah. then like the, the last half of my training day was great. Give, I mean, yeah, I had a lot to that do, that was wild. but
1: just like 14 having pieces in four hours,
4: <laughs> just having like somebody else being like, look, this, these are the tough days. This is going to be like, this is, you know, one of the few days that are going to be like this. And this is why this, it's all going to be worth it. Like these are the moments that like need to happen and you have to push through it. It's not like with him yesterday, like he physically would die probably. Yeah, <laughs> tried to I wouldn't something. be here
1: today.
3: I physically
4: <laughs> wouldn't have died. I just you had heard it.
3: <laughs> yeah. Austin's going to
0: be injured <laughs> for, for
3: people listening that, that don't follow the programming or, or don't follow it at certain times of the year based on where you're at as an athlete. Twice a year, two weeks out of the entire year, um, we beat the shit out of our athletes on purpose. So bad. Um, and right. let's say she just breezed through it. Next week, next year's Hell Week is going to be <laughs> just
0: a little bit more you special. You also went from... Back to back mock games week yeah, right yeah. into Hell Week too, so yeah. that's a little that's special.
4: Yeah, but I think honestly, Austin got the
0: call, came in like mid mock games week and just hammered <laughs> everybody. The the event, <laughs> like, everybody's like three events in, and Austin walks in just like sub here. here I just, fuck shit I up. hammered that workout. the
1: Going to win the cross. <laughs> I'm gonna win
0: the CrossFit games.
1: <laughs> and then the next day comes around and I couldn't even do the second workout. Like oh. It's like Volume. the name of the two dogs, like the one who's
0: already looking out the window no and then one- Caroline's the other one who <laughs> oh, like picks okay. her head up after like three days of mock games, including the lap around Standish.
2: Honestly, honestly,
4: going from mock games to hell week wasn't that bad. I, to be honest, like I, I forgot that it was hell week for the, for the majority of it. Cause it was just kind of what I'm used to Yeah. until Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
3: Yeah. The, Whatever your three and then day I was chunk like, is,
4: this arm is on the other side of the, <laughs> the building. My left leg is like at the clink Center over
2: there. <laughs> I'm like, cool. I can't really do um,
3: so I have one more bigger question for both of you, but I want to tee it up um, by asking you: Do you remember when it was in the season when you were essentially like, "I'm not getting any better. I'm not as fit." I'm less strong. Like, what is happening? It was in the, it was, we'll Those call it the spring conversations. But do you remember this year?
4: 2020?
3: This year, at what point uh, you said that to me? Was it like between open and quarterfinals? Was it after Wadapalooza? Was it
4: before the open?
3: I don't think so. I think you might've had it in your head at that point, but I remember it being in some sort of proximity to quarterfinals because it's like, okay, now we're, now we're going into something that like really like, this is the first thing that really matters. Yeah. But do you remember that feeling and saying that to me? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I think so. Cause I was, I was nervous going into quarterfinals. Use the mic. Sorry. I was nervous <laughs> going into quarterfinals. Um, I don't know I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was because there was a lot more training that was just kind of like sporadic and by myself or I wasn't like in a set routine yet, but
3: yeah. I'll tell him what it was. Okay. Um Jeez. there's just when when we we say this all the time on the podcast when we're doing uh interviews, but the goal is to educate and inspire. Um, and to create a a level of familiarity with the way that you guys feel to the way that they feel, regardless of whether you are trying to crush the open quarterfinals, semifinals, games, local comp, whatever it is. And when you have those, when you're that type of person that has those aspirations, the goalposts don't stand still. They just keep moving out and out and out. And I want to be at this place at this time. I want to be able to lift this much weight. Um, And you guys get so focused on what you're doing that you can tell that when you have one bad session with a barbell or on a machine that like that becomes your reality. This is who I am as an athlete. It's not because one of what could be a hundred factors landed me here today and that's why I can't hold the pace that I want or I can't do this. Um, So basically what we did was, is we went in and looked at 2021 um, versus 2022 and I won't give every single thing here, um, but 62nd in North America to 19th in North America, 40th in the entire world. Um, The improvements based on workouts that I connected to each other for a similar stimulus 23%, 89%, 116%, 154%, 183%. Um, improve, she had improvements. Eight, yes, she had 878 points in 2021. She had 310 points <laughs> in 2022. Um, yeah, wrong direction. And then what was really fun was going into, I, she, she already believed in the concept and had proof of concept after semifinals, but going in and comparing last year's workouts to this year's workouts at semifinals. Um, And it's just so important, I think, for athletes to realize that these, I don't know, ruts that you get in or these moments where you have that training session, you are demanding something from yourself that most other people will not demand from themselves. Like I go in, I work out, I'm fitter, I have fun with my friends, I'm gonna live a little bit longer. Like that checks a lot of boxes for most people. And it clearly does not check boxes for you guys because you just keep coming back and keep coming back. So the bigger question is you both improved a stupid amount from last year to this year. How did you do that? Like, what do you think changed? What did you do? Is there anything that you can point to? Like there's a long time in the sport and making massive improvements within
1: one year. How'd you do it? Um, I think, I think everything just finally clicked and I was in the right mindset for a majority of the year. Um, I mean, over the years, like having to try to like figure things out, like probably like slowed down my process, my progress in a way, like, like just impeding, like the flow of like training and all that kind of stuff and not having the right like mentality behind a lot of the training because of just different situations going on. And I think over the past several years like dialing that all in it's all like because that stuff is dialing in and my mindset is getting better like it all can just like like all that work can come to like fruition basically so I think it it wasn't I mean we did a lot this this year to like make improvements on like my my training schedule and work schedule and all that kind of stuff and that certainly helped but I think it was just like the accumulation of everything I had done and learned over the past several years. And I mean, eventually it's got to pay off. And luckily for me, it paid off in the way that I am going to the CrossFit games. But I mean, I told you, and I think I told a few other people, like, even if I wasn't going to the games this year, I was stoked. Like this year was the best year that I've had competing. Like I was super proud of my, my efforts in a
0: pretty stacked semifinal too.
1: Yeah. I mean, Alice games was essentially like, there's one spot open to go to the games. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like the first four are pro- like, unless somebody gets injured or something, like they're probably going to the games. Right. So it's like one spot. Um, and so it was like, you it's got damn you, Canadians, Yeah. Freaking Canadians. <laughs> they're fit, man. <laughs> Hey,
4: okay, well now you're the only American on. Not the that
1: fit. That's true. They were bragging.
0: The, the yeah, Canadian announcers. Fuckers. What's up now, Greg? There was like, I put like a list in the my sweep. head of like like <laughs> of like no, because I put like after what the uh, after the what's up now? Fuckers. After after the trigger like, warning after you got your your invite, I was like thinking through my head. I was like, here's the list of all the things that. <laughs> austin should have like austin deserved and didn't get because of because of somebody else's you know decision to skirt around what you didn't for 10 years yeah and that was one of them It was like it's an all canadian <laughs> clodium it's like get fucked yeah. <laughs> like wrong bitch like <laughs> not for long yeah
3: something no, now greg
0: what's up greg Please. love you guys you were saying yeah sorry <laughs> i
3: don't remember that was great thanks <laughs> okay it's your turn caroline
4: Um, from a physical standpoint, I think I did a much better job as a whole this year with warm cool downs, that type of thing, um, being okay with doing multiple sessions, even if the workload isn't that crazy. Um, so I, I kind of took that part more, a little bit more seriously. Whereas like in the past I would be like text Austin, I got everything done in two hours. Like (laughs) I'm going home.
1: Unreal. I get one piece done in two hours. Looking at that
0: little 10 by 10 whiteboard in, like, size check, 2 Check, font check, check, like, check, check, Like, 38 Carol's notes, check marks. Done. Unreal. <laughs> 10 training pieces. And Carol's like, sup? <laughs> Come here, you.
4: I mean, and I would never, like, do a piece and go directly into another piece, like, back to back to back without, you know, being, feeling okay. But, like, the importance of recovery and, like, your heart rate and all that stuff, like, I've I've done a much better job. Um, so I think that was a a big part of it. That and being okay with eating food, it's taken me I don't know three years maybe to not be afraid of calories. Um, and now I'm, I when I started with Mike. I was ever like, tried to drive
3: your car on empty.
4: Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> oh, I trust me, I understand. Um, I when I started with Mike, I think I was like two hundred and fifty carbs, like. What and now I'm like pushing 450, 500 carbs, which is like a big deal for me. Um, and I feel a lot better. I'm, I'm not gigantic. Which was,
2: which was okay. my fear.
0: <laughs> Carol just turns into a bowling ball after <laughs> four days of eating eight carbs. I mean,
4: have you ever seen me have like a full on food tour after a competition? And I did that this year. Yeah, I was so and proud. it was incredible. <laughs> and I'm
0: also in the past place. I saw a lot of Instagram stories with a lot of yeah. cream horns. Since yeah. since
1: semifinals ended, I think she you've had at least two pints of ice cream in one sitting. No. no, no. Not like <laughs> hold on. Hold <laughs> on a yeah. second. Yo! Oh! <laughs> two <laughs> separate occasions. So one fun pint fun. of ice cream. I think one was
4: before semifinals, the first pint that I've had.
1: Either way, you finished you sat down and ate a whole pint of ice cream yeah, yeah. on multiple occasions and I'm so proud. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you you are the psychopath who takes yes. like a bite of a dessert and
0: puts it back in the fridge, right? Freezer, but yes. Freezer,
1: yeah. Yeah, she freezes it so she can have it for <laughs> three years. <laughs> and then I have to see it every time Boston I open detection. the freezer from upstairs <laughs> and it's just like Uneaten, uneaten. <laughs> I wasn't able to drive
3: home for 15 <laughs> minutes yesterday without eating the other 28 crackers I had in my car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't make what sense. What kind of crackers?
3: Uh, just like the <laughs> sesame, like rice crackers. Oh, really? Yeah. Those in your glove Have box? Have you ever had, Mary, had a, Mary's
4: Gone Crackers? Were those
3: Drew's glove box crackers? <laughs> the they were, they had fallen out of the thing into just into a Shaw's bag. So the accessibility was oh. just too much for me. I was really hoping you were just going to say onto the seat or onto the floor or
0: something. <laughs> into there's, four row, there's four rows <laughs> in
3: that thing. And for my numbers, I needed two of those rows because I had my dinner all figured out. was ready mm-hmm. to rock. So those other two rows are in my car. And it's like you expect me to drive thirteen minutes without eating these twenty eight crackers. I eat yeah, them doing and the gummy
1: bears on my way home. <laughs> I can autopilot this drive. I'm fine. And I figured out like if if the bag is sealed shut, I I'm okay. I won't eat it all. all.
4: Too hard to open.
1: <laughs> but I'm also driving, so I can't. Like it's a it's like a two hand job. Like you can't two hand <laughs> job. <laughs> you can't open that bag with one hand. So if it's sealed shot, I'm okay. So I was like, I was like literally just like gummy bears by the handful, eating them on the way home. was it?
0: Someone said they were, when you came in to train, I think on this Saturday or whatever, they were like, yeah, I saw Austin walk in. It was like Saturday at like 4 p.m. So I saw Austin walk in with like a bag of gummy bears (laughs) or someone was like, there's a bag of gummy bears on the cubbies and we're like, yeah, Austin's training. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. I also like that. I've usually like, I'll have, not usually, but like, I've also had like a five pound bag of gummy bears in my back seat. And, like, somebody, <laughs> like, came up to me. He's like, why do you have so many gummy bears in your car? I was like, you never know when you're going to need gummy you really bears. really don't. They get real sticky Better this time to have here. it, not need it, and need it, not <laughs> have it, it. I also got, they're, like, Black Forest gummy bears. Have you ever had those? Black Forest? Yeah, it's, like, it's a different brand, but they're better than the ha- you can Haribo. You actually chew them. Yeah. And, like, even though they're, like, hot and kind of melty, they're, like, freaking good. Not
4: always. Right it's now. just because he keeps them in his car.
1: Yeah. He cooks them
3: eats them okay. Is, it is final thoughts time. Do you have Best. something?
4: Well, no, I I was I had two-thought answer to that right, question. Let's go I didn't finish.
3: I don't need to be anywhere, you do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's um, true. And then,
4: from a mental standpoint, <laughs> training this year was very much like, without a question, I'm gonna make semifinals, without a question, I'm gonna make it to the games. I think that was huge in my confidence in training because, like. I don't know, depending on what the piece is, I'm like, should I be doing this with a 150 pound sandbag? Like this is too heavy. And like knowing now, like, okay, I am, I am going to make it to the games. I am good enough to do it. I, this is my second year, whatever. Um, it just makes training easier. Like having that confidence and, and not so much of like a, am I going to like, what's going to happen this year? Am I going to go to Atlas games and come in 10th? Like, So confidence for me has been a huge, like building block in, in my process.
3: Athlete anxiety centers so much around what you've done in the past and either living up to that or improving on it. And then what is coming next? And that can be, how can I do this piece knowing I have two more, or it can be, what if I don't make it to semifinals or what if I don't make it to the games or what if this happens and your ability to be present and just do the thing that you're currently focusing on can completely change where you're at. Because if your mind is somewhere else, it's always sort of be bopping around to like, like oh. somehow you're somehow you're thinking about like the other clean and jerks that you have to do or the other row piece during the rest period on your interval. Like you're just not going to get the same out of the piece that you're doing. Um, final thoughts time. I'm going to go first so I don't put you guys on the spot. Um, Austin and I had a conversation, I don't know, maybe a week ago and it was sort of about like if I'm so impressed with the balancing of the universe in terms of Austin doing the right things and working that hard for that long, how can I learn from him? How can I like embody that and put it into practice? Um, I wanted to be publicly very sour about what happened um i wanted to you know just sort of go out there and be like this isn't fair this is bullshit like really sort of pump negativity into the situation and i was talking to um a, a friend of the misfits that was visiting recently and just talking about like how do you deal with trolls online how do you deal with people talking to you and um we sort of went down through the levels of how to improve on that. Level one, never feed the trolls. Never, ever feed a troll. Like, just don't respond to people that are going in and trying to ruin your day for the sake of, and it's like, you don't have a profile picture, you have zero posts, you're private, you have zero fault, whatever it is. Um, The next level can be having empathy for people in a certain situation. Like, could you picture yourself in a scenario in your own personal life where things were so bad for you that you got joy out of going online and fucking with people just to try to make yourself feel better. So the idea of being like, damn, that person's probably going through some like nasty shit in their life. And then I said Jedi level, which I haven't gotten to is, I don't really care if people say anything about me personally, but when people say or do something associated with someone important to me, I get fired the fuck up. And like again, I think that is still even if you feel like you're protecting someone that is still pumping negativity and you know you know pouring gasoline on a fire type of situation and it's like I thought about it and I'm like I don't think Austin would want me to act this way I don't think Austin would act this way in a million years and then I don't think like he would like that for me to you know, I don't know what, what, what am I going to say? Like some sort of holier than thou, like, or, you know, just like, I'm mad. I want you to hear that. I'm mad. Cause it's not fair. Like, you know, something like that. So, um, thanks Austin. I <laughs> didn't do that and I feel better about it. And I sort of just kind of kept to myself and like, tried to think about like, no, that's not what this is about this is about Austin's going to the CrossFit games. He's been fucking grinding for so long and like now he's going and that's what I should be focusing on. So it's like, if I'm so impressed by this, how do I embody it? And that was, that was step one, not being a baby about it.
1: Yeah. I appreciate that too. I mean,
4: mean, to be honest, when did we find this out? How long ago was it? Two two, weeks, two two and and a half weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's taken me personally, like, it was probably maybe like a week and a half after the fact where I was like, okay, I am I can talk to people about this, like a podcast or whatever, mm. and keep it cool. Like it took me a while to kind of understand and like think of things like that. And like, you know, there's no good in coming in, in coming out of, there's no good coming out of me going on Instagram or talking to, you know, whoever and being like, yeah, fuck this guy. He should feel terrible. Like he did this, this, this. He took this, this, this away. But like in the end, like Austin's going to the CrossFit Games. So that's really the only thing that matters. And, and all of our energy should be going towards that. And it it did take me some time to kind of get that under control. And like him being a big part of it, because like I would get fired up and talk to him and he would just be like, eh. like fuck i need somebody to be angry with
1: me i feel like it's way too easy i was angry i i literally felt zero anger through the whole thing i was just like this is this is great like it's all just happening like i don't know it was like and i didn't i don't know it's kind of funny how people have turned it into that how just like mellow it's all been about like the whole how i've been about the whole thing and like I don't know I feel like it's just the way I've always been like I'm not I'm not one to like get super fired up in one direction and you know like super low in the other direction or whatever I just kind of like try to stay I don't want to say like stoic necessarily I just stay neutral and that's how I've always been and it's it's been working so far and like this year has proved that and um I don't know I think it's cool so I appreciate you not you didn't need to me the, to like yeah, come to like, the rescue. You were pumped no, it that you just, made the game. It just all worked out. So like, there's no need to like go on Instagram and like bash people and do all this. And like, it's just like you know, we won. Like we did it. We're going to the game. So it's cool. Yeah, I was. He can't call himself stoic, but
3: he, you can have that label yourself. <laughs> I was.
0: I was, ang- I was angry for it. I wasn't. Ang- I wasn't necessarily angry. I, I, it was more it was more a disappointment that you didn't get to experience, I think, because everybody who's listening to this has been on at least one side of that equation where it's either like I am just a third party spectator who sees that somebody tested positive and therefore somebody else gets bumped in a oh, bad, bad job guy who tested positive. Congratulations, guy who deserved to get in there. But then when you're on the other side of the coin where two out of four semifinals, you have misfits who are in sixth place. And then going into the last weekend of the Atlas games, you're just like, and then Austin sixth place, a close sixth place. It's like, how many, God fucking damn it. Like what, what did, what did I do wrong? What did we do? What, you know, what, what, what could we have done better? That sort of thing. And it's just like all, and that, that being on that side of the coin is very different. It's like, you just have nothing but like, sat like your sadness you feel you feel for you mostly and that sort of thing and obviously like caroline taking it probably the hardest of the entire group it's like yeah. it's like all of those things were taken in a way um and that's that's really upsetting it, it's, you don't get that experience of like Oh Sunday night in Montreal, like going to fucking town with Austin and Caroline, 2023 games athletes. So it, it was more like those things, but I think that 2022, 2022 2023 and 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. Prepping. But the, yeah, my, I think my final thoughts are just like going back to your original comment, Drew. It's like, what are, what a, what a, what a full circle kind of trek that whole thing made where somebody who's just like, you never you I guess the the moral is you never know how close you are to achieving that goal and maybe maybe he was maybe he was that one year away maybe he was that 0.54 seconds that you were and it was just like no what you were doing isn't good enough how do you get better I'm going to take the shortcut Austin and you as well like we're not taking shortcuts. It's just, I'm going to put my head I mean, and most other athletes. Yeah. And too, that's, it, that's
1: another funny part is like, like I've become like, I'm the guy that did it like natural or whatever, but most of us are <laughs> right. freaking natural just yeah. doing it. Like, and I just happen to be like the one that like, I like it's paid off for me in a very obvious way, but man, like everyone works so freaking hard. And like, that's also the hard part is like the sport is growing so fast. And like the more times you don't qualify, the more you're like, well, everyone else is still getting better and they're already there. Like, can I, I got to catch up even more. So that's when people like, unfortunately some people get desperate to try certain things and whatever it is. And like, you just got to stick to your own course. And I mean, part of it too is like being okay with, if it doesn't happen, like I was never going to regret these last 10 years of training and like skipping opportunities to go out with friends and do whatever it is and
0: well like, and what what's the like okay so you you do decide to cheat and you qualify for the crossfit games like how do you feel the tuesday after the games end yeah. like probably not great yeah. like and i i suspect anybody who's made it through that entire pipeline would probably say the same thing and but it's it's more just a nod that People like you guys are still out there who are grinding, who did start CrossFit through a beginner's class at, you know, an affiliate. Yeah. And are now two weeks away from going to the crossfit game i'm only 15 years in guys i don't know i'm thinking now (laughs)
3: i don't know (laughs) if i get like four or five body parts replaced with robotic (laughs) like a robotic spine right elbow lungs i feel like you're
4: you're one really powerful sneeze away from a wheelchair (laughs) (laughs) if i'm being honest
1: maybe maybe it pops everything back into place it could could be that somebody
2: give me a feather
1: Oh man! Like watching Max sneeze right now is... <laughs> oh, if I'm if I'm gonna sneeze, I'm doing the like the drills. I'm gonna get ready for it. My <laughs> spine needs to, to be some Keegles, the, freaking, some fun. the I doc- do kegels every time I sneeze. Just Max, in case, Max before or after? Like, yes, yeah. Max will sneeze and just like crumble into a ball, and I'm just like I can watch it. I'll, like he'll be like about to sneeze, you know? I'll be like head up, and I'm like, oh god, like it's about to happen. Hurry, he sneezes and just like oh, like just so much That's pain, <laughs> fucking
4: <laughs> <kid>. <laughs> Okay, I know we're wrapping up. But have you ever seen Get Him to the Greek?
2: Yes, oh, yeah. that now. is one
4: of the funny. Oh my god, you have not seen so many funny mm, movies. What do you watch? You? Documentaries all day. Mostly. Oh, God, that checks it's hilarious. Out. Mostly. But when he, when he has to shove the drugs up his butt at the airport and he has to sneeze. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the funniest things ever. That movie is hilarious. awesome. watch
3: that movie and report back. Yeah. Nope, your name's Hunter.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah,
4: that one and the night before, you still gotta watch.
3: Yes. Does um, anybody, ha- anybody else have final thoughts? Do you have final thoughts?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, just... Stay your course if you're trying to to get somewhere or you have goals. And that could just be like in, in the open or whatever. Like believe in yourself. Do what you need to do. Don't let anybody on the outside like chain, change what you're doing in a negative way. And, and just trust the process and find a support system that will help you get there. And I mean, got 10, 10 years in the making right here is proof that it works if you really like truly – yourself out there and, and commit to it so yeah work hard kids don't do drugs <laughs> <laughs> only, <the good> ones. <laughs> <laughs> only in gummy form
3: did we do it we did it are we done nice. congrats.
0: congrats congrats
3: all right ladies and gents thank you for tuning in to another episode of the misfit podcast and thank you to our show sponsors <clears throat> you can head to sharpen the axe and use the code austin Or use the code CAROL to save on the Suffer Summer Collection dropping July 27th. We have tie-dye shirts. We have both 5- and 7-inch inseam shorts. We got all kinds of goodies. SharpenTheAxeCode.com. Use the code Austin or CAROL. Properfuel.co. Really important to get your electrolytes in. We got electrolytes in our pre-workout, our post-workout. And you can get both of those at properfuel.co use the code word austin or carol. Carol.
1: We need a spencer code. That way you can be good at Instagram and I get oh. paid for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're also brought to you by
3: ourselves. You can head to misfitathletics.com, teammisfit.com or the Sugarwad marketplace for your individual or affiliate programming needs. We will see you next week.